Greetings world. This is the weekly astrological weather forecast for August the 21st through the 27th of 2022. I am Eve Starr and I'm honored that you are joining me. Thank you for being here. Titles for this forecast include Dreaming the New World, Scrying to Survive, and the Shifting Tides of Mutability. So the mutable signs mark the times in the calendar that are between seasons, and these include Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Gemini. In these places, one season blends with another. The days shift wildly between what has been and what will become creating storms as warm fronts meet cold fronts, increase in sicknesses as our bodies adjust to the change, and both confusion as well as excitement in the rollicking swirl of great change. The sun moves into Virgo in the northern hemisphere this week, and we begin to notice the darkness arriving a little earlier in the evening. And depending on our location, the deliciously cool mornings and evenings. But the sun in Virgo isn't the only fresh wind blowing our way. This week begins a conversation we are not usually privy to, a clandestine meeting foretold in the sands of time, that we, yes, we, have the distinct privilege of attending. Sunday the 21st, Mercury in Virgo opposes Neptune in Pisces early in the morning between Saturday and Sunday. Also on Sunday, Mercury picks up on a trine to Pluto, activating the very slowly building sextile between Pluto and Neptune. With this transit, Mercury is sitting across from Neptune at the dinner table. They are looking into each other's eyes getting the full blast of each other's energy. What does it feel like to sit across from somebody versus to sit beside them or at an angle? Feeling into this social dynamic can help you feel into the cosmic dynamic. Mercury will retrograde back to this opposition with Neptune on the 29th of September and stationed direct there, staying in this location for about a week until October the 5th, when it slowly begins moving forward again. This means that right now, and in that first week of October, we will be experiencing this transit the most directly, with the weeks in between still carrying the charge of it, while easing off of the intensity, giving us the energetic space we need to process what's coming through and prepare for October's dream translating opportunity. When Mercury sits across from Neptune, with Earth in between, mind you, we get to be privy to a conversation we are not usually in on. A conversation mutable to its very core, built on shifting sand dunes, advancing and retreating waves, the constant change of the magical shoreline. This is dream work. This is a scrying time. We are in between worlds. We witness the crumbling of the world we have known with horror and with wonder. 
Neptune brings us this wonder. Neptune is the dream of a new world, and everything that humanity has ever built began with a dream. Neptune is like the deepest, most insane psychedelic trip you've ever had. And that does not necessarily mean you've ingested a substance, though it often does. We produce psychedelic chemicals in our own bodies in response to specific stimuli, such as meditation techniques, inner alchemy practices, divination, playing music, making art, dream work, sustained foreplay, sex, and tantric practices, religious experiential devotion, death, and near-death experience. And this list goes on and on and on. We are hardwired to experience altered states, and we need it as much as we need food and water and shelter and air. Why? Because this is where we dream. And without dreams, the human mind loses its coherency and descends into madness. Beyond this, we do not know why. Monday, August the 22nd. Today, the sun moves into Virgo in the Northern Hemisphere and the days are noticeably getting shorter and hopefully cooler. This is the time of harvest. The sun's retreat bathes the daylight hours with reds and oranges and golden hues, the crisping leaves, the ripening fruits. The relief of even a few degrees lower temperatures stirs our energy and excitement to joyful yet relaxed activity. Today, the moon is also happy and relaxed in her home sign of cancer. So if you have a moon in cancer, then you are on point today. All of your endeavors will benefit. This influence actually will have started for you yesterday in the evening, Eastern Standard Time, and will continue through Wednesday morning. Additionally, if you have a water moon, so this includes Scorpio and Pisces moons, this Cancer moon is in an easeful trine aspect, so this is also affecting you in an assisting way. Tuesday, August the 23rd. Beginning yesterday and lasting through to Wednesday, we have a grand earth trine with a little spark of air. Small, but not necessarily small. Mercury at the end of Virgo trines Pluto at the end of Capricorn, and that little spark is coming from Mars in Gemini. Gemini? Yes. Just one degree of Gemini. Mars has only just left Taurus, where it trined Pluto last Sunday, August the 14th. So whatever occurred for you on or around that day, Mercury is now swinging through that event and bringing this entire beautiful earth trine with air, giving us the grounded ability, urging, and clarity we need to talk about it. This transit brings assistance and prompting to discuss the depths of what we have been experiencing, both in early August, throughout August, and as well as over the past few years since Pluto has been hanging out in the latter end of Capricorn. Some of the ways this can look are productive relational communication, a gathering of 
revelations one has been cultivating during recent months and years. A brilliant meeting of minds in business or group projects or sharing one's musings on a much larger scale. The elemental play of this trine, coloring really our entire week, is just gorgeous. With that Martian Gemini spark of air, which could easily get volatile, grounded out in the dark, loamy soil of Plutonian Capricorn and the mercurial goddess of abundance at harvest time, we get a brilliance of depth, grounded courage, and the insight to both engage with it and be nourished by it. P.S. Last week, Mars did indeed move into Gemini, where it will be until the end of March 2023 because of its retrograde motion. All of my teachers have been talking about this, and I completely forgot it on last week's podcast. <laughs> so wanted to mention that sometimes my little Mercury in Pisces just does not give a damn about the details. So Mars moved into Gemini early in the dark morning on Saturday, August the 20th. And Mars will retrograde in Gemini later in October, which means among many other things, that Mars will be closer to Earth than at any other time in its orbit. Mars will dominate the night sky in these months, close, bright, red, and out all night. We will witness this appearance every night through the winter, and it will remain in the western night sky all the way through spring and into summer. There is much to say about this in the coming months, but for now, particularly if you are strongly Mars-oriented, pay attention to what is occurring around this weekend and into the week as Mars moves into this mutable, curious, and mentally active energy field. This can give you a taste of how the retrograde will affect your life in the coming months. Wednesday, August 24th. Today, the moon in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn in the early morning, sweeping through the still ringing tones of yesterday's Earth trine, bringing another rising of this frequency with Pluto, the low sustained note of the trio brought into focus. The deep diving continues. Today, the moon moves into Leo. So if your natal moon is in Leo especially, but also Aries and Sagittarius, the moon, the mood, they sound similar because they are similar. The mood is comfortably just your speed, which is to say that the mood is fast, like fire, and you like it that way. Thursday, August the 25th. Today, all these transits are converging, but nothing is exact. Depending on your personal and astrological particulars, you may be able to take today as a catch your breath day. The Earth trine lingers. We are well in the ocean of Mercury and Neptune's portal, and a Mars square the sun with the coming dark moon is building. There is a lot of energy here to work with. It's a pick your poison kind of smorgasbord, but it always is. It's a time for divination and dreaming a time to discuss the big topics and make connections with each other on the things that matter. And as Mars is about to square the sun and moon at an inception point, this can also be a time to build, though it's mutable, 
So be careful not to build too soon and end up building your house upon the sand. Thursday and Friday, the 25th and the 26th, on these days as the Earth-Air trine lingers in our energy field and the Moon moves into mutable Virgo, the Sun newly in Virgo also begins squaring Mars newly in Gemini, both mutable signs. So this time is really going to bring the mutable shift from the extreme fixed energy we have been experiencing this Leo season. Again, the mutable signs are where one season changes into another, which we instinctively notice in Virgo. In the Northern Hemisphere, some parts more than others, as we never know what we're going to get. Days that feel like summer, mixed with days that feel like winter or fall. And as warm and cold fronts converge, we get storms. In Chinese medicine, this is where the natural world reveals the wind element. When cold and hot converge, the winds of change blow. This is the imbalanced element during sickness. And of course, this is when our cold and flu and now COVID begins in earnest as our bodies respond harmonically with the rest of the living world. Saturday, the 27th of August. Early Saturday morning at 416, in the dark morning hours on the East Coast, we have a dark moon in Virgo, square Mars in Gemini. All the transits and movements and experiences of the week in these quiet moments draw into themselves. This is the pause after the exhale, the lowest place, the darkest dark. Here, the mystery completely envelops us and we surrender. There's no thought to resist here. We have nothing except to cooperate, to pause the breath, to wait, to replenish. This is the little death we cannot live without. Thank you, Great Mother. Thank you, Divine Father. Thank you, Living World. We rest. We rest in your beauty and in your sustenance. <sighs>